Most people agree that a plan for retirement is necessary. On today's show, we'll tackle your retirement readiness by making sure you can answer three very important questions. Welcome to the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Seabolt. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, in the studio with me, Mark McKinney. Eric Seabolt of Novus Financial Group. The show is the Financial Insider. I'd like to welcome Mark and Eric to the show. We're going to get right into it today. You know, some people map out a retirement age and work toward that goal and ending their careers at a very specific time. And that, that's a good way to go. But, you know, if you're thinking of retiring, you need to make sure you can definitely answer these questions before you're making the decisions. We've got a lot to unpack here. So uh, let's get started. Uh, Mark, you want to start us off today? Yep, Gary, thanks. Um, that's a great question. And, and it, like the teaser said, uh, you know, there are a couple ways that uh, you assess your retirement readiness. And um, probably one of the most important one of those that I see is how much annual income can you get from your retirement savings? And uh, what we mean by that is your 401ks or your 403bs, 457 plans, anything that you've accumulated, and that could even be a pension plan um, that might provide a defined amount of money on an annual basis, and that might even have a cost of living adjustment. So I think it would, the first thing we want to do is kind of take a look at, at uh, you know, what is your baseline income going to look like? And that is comprised of generally your social security or pension, your, your guaranteed income sources. And then what we would describe as kind of more your variable sources, which would be what you can get from your retirement savings. Um, Eric, you know, we work with a, you know, a lot of the people that come to us um, generally have you know, a social security as opposed to a pension plan because, you know, those are starting to phase out and uh, we kind of really focus um, on first, um, you know, getting that, that base layer down of social security and then, you know, talk to the listen, uh, listening audience a little bit about what we do um, with assessing how much uh, income we can safely uh, squeeze out of those retirement savings. Right. I, I think, Mark, the bottom line is you, you want to go into retirement at least understanding what your social security is going to be. And I, you know, just to give you an idea here, I was just talking to a gentleman this past week. He's a client of mine, and uh, he's been accumulating his assets for quite a while. He's, he's 61 years old, and uh, we had initially planned for him retiring around 64, 65. And uh, I was kind of surprised this week where he called me and he said, Eric, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking a beating and I'm not talking about my account or anything, I'm, but I'm physically taking a beating. Uh, my work requires me to do a lot of physical activity, and I, but I'm 61 now and I feel it a lot more every day. And so I, I want to talk to you today about when and how much uh, Social Security can I take? And so we had that conversation and it was before that we, you know, before we thought we were going to need to. But he was thinking the right way. I had kind of had ingrained in his, in his mind that your safety blanket, the first thing you need to worry about in terms of your retirement is what is your Social Security going to be and when, when should you take it? Because the longer, I, I think most people know that the longer you wait, the more in Social Security you're going to get. But some people can't necessarily wait until they're 70 years old. You know, some people like this gentleman said, I can't do it anymore. You know, I, I might have to, I, I, I'm thinking of retiring at 61 now instead of 65, just because my body can't take it anymore. We yeah. now have to kick in the plan of, of, well, let's get your income plan ready now then. Let's, let's adjust and let's start thinking of, on how we can uh, put th these blocks together for you and make sure that the income is going to be there for you. Eric, when you go on, it's been a while for me, but when you go on socialsecurity.gov, uh, it'll break out how much you'll get by each year, say if you take it at 62 or 66 or 67. Can you actually get that or do you have to calculate that yourself? You can actually get that. And, and that's something that everybody should do, Gary, is go on socialsecurity.gov and actually register and pull up your own personal account. And uh, you should do that for a couple different reasons. First of all, we want to know what those amounts are estimated to be. So, you know, the Social Security is, they have the data in terms of your earnings and how many quarters you've worked and 
and uh, they're able to estimate these values and your payouts over the years if you know the longer you wait. Um, but also, when you, as you get close to having to uh, file for Medicare, the first step that Medicare.gov takes you through is getting your login registration completed with your my social security account mm-hmm. so it's a good idea to you know have an, an to get out there get registered for your my social security account and it will then give you this information so that you have an understanding of it if i wait till for full retirement age or i want to take it early at say 62 or i want to wait till i'm 70 it'll tell you those values and it'll also prepare you for the first step of enrolling in Medicare when, you, when you're getting close to 65. We are talking to Mark uh, McKenney and Eric Seabolt of Nova's Financial Group. The show is the Financial Insider. We're on each week at this time. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us. We're talking about, you know, that whether or not you can retire and what are the things you need to, those questions you need to ask yourself. So it sounds like uh, the gentleman you were talking about was, uh, you know, it's like a lot of times it's the other way. You're ready to go. And then, unfortunately, they sit down with you guys and say, well, you're not quite there yet. I call that like a, we call it football, like a false start maybe, right? So. So you need to you need to That's you true. need to figure this all out. So what are the, what other things should we be looking at? Someone comes in your office, Mark or Eric, and says, "Hey, I'm ready to retire. What what else do I need to take a look at?" Gary, you know, uh, to be really honest, life is not a mutual fund commercial where you're on the beach. I say this every week with the cardigan. So you know, I know who you know which client Eric's talking about, and. And that happens a lot. You know, people don't retire exactly when they thought they wanted to or can't. They don't maybe can't save as much or they save more at different times. So this whole notion um, that everything works out perfectly is is not is not reality. And that's you know we're fine with that. That's that's life, and we we work around it, and we and we create successful outcomes either way. Um, I think probably one of the biggest things that that we can you know talk about when we're planning this out is again going back to that Medicare. Um, you know, even if you're in retirement, one of the things that you know is probably one of your larger expenses is anything related to healthcare. Um, and so, I don't, without getting into it too deeply, you know, you're either on original Medicare with a supplement or you're on Medicare Advantage. Um, and, off, and typically, the Medicare Advantage programs tend to be more on the zero premium side. So there's not as much help we can add there. But if you are on a supplement or thinking about it, there can be a vast disparity in pricing for the exact same plan between company A, B, C, and D. So, you know, um, as an example, you know, my, my parents are paying each $350 a month um, for their supplements. And, um, you know, we're in the process of, of shopping those to get the rates down. And, and what we found is that there are, you know, much less expensive, you know, exact same coverage because on a supplement, they're all classified by a, a corresponding letter of the alphabet. The typical plan is an F or a G plan. Mm-hmm. And what that means to the listening audience is that a G plan at United Healthcare is going to be the same as a G plan at Aetna. Right. The only difference may be is that they the price is, is significantly different based on you know that company's experience rating and whatnot. So it's always a good idea because you know one of the best ways to add income um, is to reduce expenses. And uh, so if if that's something that you have or thinking about, yeah. you know, give us a call because we represent all of the companies. And um, you know the, the the key here is is we look at you know Medicare planning is is very intertwined with income planning and financial planning because it's a great one of the biggest drivers um of your monthly spend so i think yeah. that's and mark, one we, of the more we found that things. 99 yeah mark i think you'd agree that 99 percent of the people that we talk to don't even know that they can reprice their supplement they can shop yeah. it around they um, you know, yeah, most people don't most year people year. we talk to don't and without getting into the weeds, uh, Mark and Eric, uh, there's a, dip, a big difference between the Advantage plans and the Supplement plans. I'm right. Supplement is actually, as a uh, lack of a better word, more meat to it or more advantages to it, but you pay for it, correct? I, I don't know, Gary, if I would explain it that way. I, I, I look at it as Medicare Advantage is kind of a bundled approach um, where instead of you get your, um, your Medicare 
and you get may get some extra benefits like right. uh, dental, vision, and mm -hmm. hearing. Yes. Um, so it's more of a bundled package with your drug plan, and uh, you're more of a client of the insurance company. Right. Whereas with a supplement, you remain on original Medicare and simply supplement it with a small insurance plan. And, you know, I would say without getting into the weeds or in any compliance issues, it's both, a, they're both delivery methods for Medicare. You're still going to be on Medicare. Um, but the difference that I see the most is that, you know, it's more of a pay-as-you-go um, system with Medicare Advantage versus just paying every month, and then you have much smaller back-end costs. And, um, you know, it, it really, I think, it comes down to oftentimes budgets dictate which way a client will go, you know. So if, if a client just doesn't really have the monthly income, maybe a Medicare Advantage plan may make more sense financially for them. Um, than than a supplement and uh, and and if in a supplement sometimes maybe if you have health problems you know maybe a supplement is more to your advantage because you won't have to deal with larger deductibles so you know that's a that's a conversation that we have with every client to kind of figure out what is the best solution for them but uh, what we oftentimes see taking this back to a financial planning approach or from a lens of financial planning and income planning typically the supplements are where we see the biggest opportunity to save a client money mm -hmm. because as I stated, you know, generally the Medicare Advantage are low premium or, or almost zero premium plans. Whereas like my parents, they're paying, you know, three hundred and fifty dollars right. a month each and mm -hmm. they might be able to save a couple hundred bucks a month by switching to a different carrier. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to veer off there, but I think a lot of nope. listeners mm -hmm. could totally uh, get confused by that. And I know I've talked to a lot of people that they get confused by it too. So thank you so much for clearing that up. Great stuff. All right. Uh we're wrapping up our segment right now and we have a a fantastic offer and mark eric who's going to talk to me about the offer this week okay the offer this week is for the first 10 callers um what we're offering is our return and safety optimizer and what that is is it's really the 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 crux of the the strategy that we employ at the novus financial group so our philosophy is you know we don't try to create per create success by outguessing us uh, an analyst or somebody in maximizing returns, what we really try to do is minimize losses. And so what we can do is we have ways to, to create successful outcomes by minimizing your losses. And if we do that mathematically, we have a much better chance uh, of creating a successful 30-year retirement plan for you. So our offer is for the first 10 callers, um, we'll run you through our return and safety optimizer program and we'll create a report for you. And, um, and, and that will be kind of your roadmap on how to implement the Novus philosophy of, of reducing losses or eliminating them altogether. All right. That's good stuff. I just saw your email. Return and Safety Optimizer Report. Get it now. And our goal to show here is to help you make your best decisions. Any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your situation, simply call 800-654-3234. 800-654-3234 and get that return and safety optimizer report now. All right. We are going to take a short break, but we will be back uh, Mark, what's up next? Roth IRAs are a great tool for investors to leap wealth to their heirs. They are tax-free and don't require RMDs during the original owner's lifetime. When we come back, some strategies to make sure you pass it along in the correct manner. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. In the studio with me, Mark McKinney, Eric Seabolt of Novus Financial Group. The show is the Financial Insider. Uh, during the break, I was on uh, your website, guys, and you have a new tab here. It's called the Return and Safety Optimizer, which we were chatting about uh, at the end of the last segment. And it, it's all about putting yourself first. Uh, Eric, you want to walk us through that? One of the things that we do at the Novus Financial Group, Gary, is we have a, a process, a, a planning process that we like to put our clients through, and it's called the Put Yourself First program. And FIRST is an acronym, F-I-R-S-T, for a fee analysis and report, an income plan, a return and safety optimizer report, and a tax report. So if you go to our website, you'll see uh, in the upper right-hand corner a, a banner or a box to click for you to get a return and safety optimizer report. 
And like Mark mentioned, uh, you know, that's the offering for this week for the first 10 people who call. Uh, they get the opportunity to see how we actually put down on paper for you a plan that will, over the, the time of your retirement, the years of your retirement, it'll show you the, uh, how you can actually maximize returns and maximize the safety of your portfolio. And uh, by preventing losses over the years, which is how we what we are doing to, when we incorporate the strategy into your portfolio, you get the, the best chance for the best standard of living in retirement. So by, by ordering that report, we're actually going to show you the balance of the portfolio and how we're going to break it down between equities and the safe portion of your portfolio. One of the most important things about our planning process, Gary, with the return and safety optimizer is getting your assets into a safe portion of your portfolio into something that can actually outperform the inflation that we're experiencing right now. And we have actually, a, I don't know if folks have heard of this before, but it's a phenomenon called negative interest mm -hmm. that's going on right now, where if you're the safe portion of your portfolio is in something like CDs or bonds, uh, inflation is actually outpacing the returns on those particular instruments. And when that happens, it's the equivalent of you making less money now every year. So we show you in our return and safety optimizer how we could prevent losses for the safe portion of your portfolio and give you the best opportunity to outpace inflation with those safe instruments. And this is a proprietary system that we've created with proprietary software, and it really lays out for each person who wants to go ahead and order that report how we could incorporate safe types of instruments that will give you the best chance of outpacing inflation and balance your portfolio the right way with, with the right amount of assets in equities. And I think that's the, the key, Gary, is when you're in a volatile type of environment like we are right now, you have to have great diversity and that helps, helps offset the risk. And that includes what we're going to invest your equities in, but you also have to take your, the safe portion of your portfolio and invest it in instruments that won't lose, because even bonds have losses these days, don't they, Mark? Well, um, yeah, they do. And um, you know, one of the things taking it to a um, you know current events type of thing, you know, this week we're looking at the ten-year Treasury, for example, and it was around you know a little over two percent. I mean, imagine that we have inflation at seven and a half percent. And by the way, that number is questionable anyway. And that's a whole different topic, Gary. Sure. But when mm -hmm. you look, let's just get back to 2%. You know, what we saw this week with the, uh, the geopolitical issues with Russia and Ukraine is that people are piling money back into the 10 year treasury for safety because they don't know what the stock market's going to do. And we saw bond yield or you know, 10 year treasury yields fall again. And so, you know, when you look at if you're a, a fixed investor out there and you're looking at CDs or treasuries, something short term, like you're just getting nothing. You're 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 five and a half percent in the hole um, to the official inflation number, which I would argue is probably double digits, not seven and a half percent. But, you know, yes, I mean, I, I just think that for so many reasons, looking at alternatives make a lot of sense right now because there's just the, the biggest pitfall right now are the inflationary pressures and the loss of buying power. And when, once you lose it, you don't get it back. All right. Make sure you go to their website, novusfg.com. And uh, just uh, put your name in there. And there's a couple of questions that you answer and you'll be on your way. So that's really good stuff, Eric. Thanks for letting uh, our listeners know about that. That's something they that definitely want to take advantage of. I want to talk about Roth uh, contributions a little bit today in the remaining minutes of our segment there. And they're made with after-tax money. And any distribution takes are, you know, tax-free as long as you're at least 59 and a half years old and you have a Roth account for at least five years. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about Roth and uh, some of the things that how it works for you and some uh, pitfalls. Mark, you want to uh, talk yep. about this a little bit? Yeah. Um, Gary, I think the first thing that that, that listeners need to keep in mind is that when you hear Roth, they're not all the same. So, you know, you might have a Roth 
side of your 401k or 403b, you might have that. You, but there's also a Roth IRA. And while they are similar in nature, where you, you know, put money in after tax and then the growth uh, and distributions are free of, of, of tax, one of the things that you got to be really careful about is that what are your intentions for that money? So, for example, if you wanted to leave a tax-free legacy, you know, a Roth, um, my, a Roth IRA is a really great way to do that. But one of the pitfalls that we typically see is that people forget and they let's say they accumulate, accumulate a lot of dollars inside of a, a Roth 401k. The difference there is is that the Roth 401k or 403b is still subject to ERISA's required minimum distribution rules. So if you do have the intention of kind of passing that money along and you don't want to have to take distributions, you should move the money from the Roth 401k into a Roth IRA where there are no such rules. And we see that a lot is that people confuse the two. And one of the, the, I think just generally speaking, Eric, we recommend if you can take your money from an employer plan and put it into an IRA, it makes a lot more sense because you, you just have more control over the distribution timing and overall investment universe is a lot bigger. You got a lot you know, more choices, right? Oh, too. yeah. yeah. You know, the, the entire investment universe. But if it's in an, an employer-sponsored plan, you're probably down to 12 or 14 funds, and they may not even be the best ones out there. And oftentimes we, we see that. So that's just a, that's yeah. the one that we see a lot of. Um, Eric, what else do we see? Well, I think it, it's worth, you know, talking about that, the choices a little bit more also, you know, it, when you do take that money out of the 401, or the 401k or the 403b, and you roll that into your own Roth IRA, we could show you just dozens and dozens of different types of equities that we could uh, create into your, or bring into your portfolio and diversify like you wouldn't believe. And that's one of the things that we actually do pretty early in the planning process for folks. Like, so say for example, you order your your return and safety optimizer report. You'll see how we break down the equities and the safe portion of the assets, and then we kind of look at that as the foundation, the phase one of the plan. And uh, but in our phase two, we'll show you okay with the the money broken down that way and allocated and balanced that way. Now we could show you the expanded plan and how we're going to take those equity, that equity portion of the portfolio and just create this incredible portfolio of really diversified equities that you could never get in your Roth 401k. It's just too limited in, in, in that, in that case. So, mm -hmm. you know, from a, from a choice perspective and from normally Mark, from a fees perspective too, you know, kind of the first, uh, report that we work on for folks where we're going to, you know, figure out what the fees you're paying right now are and how to minimize those and keep that money in your pocket. From a fees perspective, the IRA is typically a lower fee type of account than a 401k. Not, not in all cases, but usually it is. So there, there's a lot of benefits from moving from your qualified plan of the 401k or 403b or 457 the Roth portion over to your own Roth IRA. And that's something that we could, we'd be happy to help you with. And one of the things uh, Mark and Eric will do for you is we talk a little bit about Roths, about the pitfalls and things, and they can explain all about uh, how to establish the correct beneficiary, how to establish mm -hmm. a trust and do it right. Don't forget, take your RMDs. All that can be handled in the office when you sit down, you talk with uh, Mark and Eric. But one of the things we've been talking about here is that return and safety organizer report that uh, Mark and Eric have been uh, talking about. And let's uh, let's uh, let's set the offer for our uh, listeners, Eric. Well, Gary, for the for the first ten callers, or if you want to reach out to us through our website, the www.novisfg.com, you could go to the return and safety optimizer report and click on that. And we just have a few questions for you to answer there that will allow us to give us the information that we need to create your own report that will show you how we could take your safe assets and prevent 
them from re- having any losses in the future. And then we c- and also try to outpace inflation uh, where it is today and where it's going to be in the future and how to balance your assets between the equities and those safe instruments. So for the first 10 callers, if you want to give us a quick call at the 800 number, Gary will give you that number. We'll go ahead and run your customized, personalized return and safety optimizer report. That's really exciting. That's going to show so much, uh, make your, your, your friends and Family, feel a lot more comfortable when you do that. All right, 800-654-3234. First step, sit down with a financial coach. And if something we've been talking about resonates with you and you feel a need to maybe get that second opinion or want to make sure your plan is really assigned or aligned with your goals, it's very important about talking to Mark and Eric and call them up at 800-654-3234 and get that return and safety organizer report 800-654-3234 all right we are going to take a short break when we come back Eric what are we going to chat about Gary sometimes it's the little things that can make the biggest difference when we come back we're going to highlight some simple things to help you save more that can help you to achieve the kind of retirement you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. The show is The Financial Insider. With me is Mark McKinney, Eric Siebold of Novus Financial Group. I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Thank you so much for joining us today. And let's dig right into it. It's often said that saving for retirement is simple, but not easy. Simple because all we have to do is save money. Not easy because it can seem overwhelming. And we put together some uh, tips that can maybe make a big difference. So we'll make a big difference in your retirement. So uh, let's uh, let's get let's dig right into this because everybody's trying to save and it can be difficult. Mark, uh, what do you want to add to this uh, in this segment today? You know, I think that uh, one of the best things that uh, people can do is just save just a tiny bit more. You know, if you could just win one percent more, and uh, you know, it's amazing over a long period of time with just just one percent. Let me give you an example. Um, if you save just one percent more on a fifty thousand dollar income, that's forty two dollars a month, and you get a six percent return. Can you do, can you imagine that after thirty five years, you're going to have an extra fifty seven thousand dollars? So, I mean, I, it's it's not a ton, you know, but it, you got to start somewhere and, you know, maybe you save two or three percent. And you, obviously you can see what that would do. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars if you could just increase it. And that's on a fifty thousand dollar income. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and, you know, making, you know, one hundred thousand dollars or seventy five thousand, you know, a couple percent here or there, you know, that's a retirement plan. Easy money, as they say, you know, boy, yeah. I wish I would have known that 20 years ago, guys. <laughs> would have helped me out yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> All right. right. And, well, you know, it's, Gary, a, a good way to, to squeeze out a couple more percent as well. And this is what something that everybody should do tomorrow morning when you or Monday morning when you go into work is you go into your boss's office and you tell them <laughs> that your competitor has is trying to recruit you. And if they don't give you a raise of five percent right now, you quit. <laughs> And then just walk out of his yeah. office. Yeah, all right. I hear that works. It may not help. Yeah. You know. Well, good uh, luck with that. Let me know how it works yeah. out for you. Yeah. Right I now, try, may not I tried be the best that once. Time. I was uh, my next yeah. stop was the unemployment line, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, you well know, sometimes they call you to come it. with that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to. Sometimes you got to roll the dice. You know what I mean, guys? All right. Talk about. Yeah. We don't. We don't recommend that. Yeah. That's yeah. risk. That's called risk. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about saving one percent. What What are some else? What are some other things you can do? Gary, it's well, that I think time you, of year. You could re- yeah, tax returns. With, with taxes. Yeah. Take that redirect tax your return. refund. Mm-hmm. Yep, redirect your refund. A lot of folks are going to be getting, especially with, um, especially if you have kids. You know, um, last year we had an enhanced child tax credit. If you didn't take it uh, monthly, you know, you're probably going to get a bigger refund. And we also had stimulus if that wasn't claimed um, throughout the year. You know, so we we have a lot of clients that are getting larger tax refunds, and you can claim that on IRS Form eighty eight eighty eight, and you can simply apply your IRS refund to such a, p- a program. And again, I mean, these are, you know, not small dollars sometimes. I mean, you know, if you had a family of five, you might be getting seven to $10,000 back. So 
in addition to if any traditional refunds you just got from um, over withholding, if you will. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, another one is get a job with a 401k match. You know, I mean, if, if you're not getting a match, um, you know, you're missing out a lot. And, you know, what we always free tell clients, money. they say, well, yeah, it's free money. I mean, you're getting a 100% rate of return on the match, right, Gary? I mean, oh, yeah. You know, it's that's the best. How do we, people say, "How do we? What's the best return?" Uh, well, go get a four hundred one k with a match because there's no advisor out there that can guarantee you a one hundred percent return every year. So, would you guys you know, would would you recommend uh, bet tax returns for a second? Would you recommend uh, it, I guess it's all an individual, I guess, a higher withholding so you get more at the end of the year, or you know, the government's kind of using your money there, or you know, balance mm-hmm. it out so you have more in your paycheck each week, or, or does it depend depend on what your needs are? I always believe, Gary, that it, if you wanted to work with us, we've run the T part of the first program, which is the tax report. And try to eliminate your taxes as much as possible. You know, keep that money for yourself. You know, we say it all the time to our clients, and then we pro- they probably get sick of us of hearing us, is that the, the government is your partner in life. And your goal here is to minimize their partnership shares. So by doing effective tax strategy, you could pay what you owe, and everybody should obviously do that, but minimize that. And don't pay one more dollar more than you have to. So I think it's important that folks, you know, you do look at how are you structuring your taxes right now versus your income and make sure that you really get it honed down to where you're not paying any more than you have to. Well, that's a partner you can't buy out, right? No, no. (laughs) It's going to be with you for a while. Gary, you know, (laughs) to that point, though, there's a lot of people that say, I really like knowing that security that, you know, I'm going to get enough to go on spring break, yeah. you know, when I file my taxes. Right. And you know what? I, it's a, it's I think forced, we work with it's everybody. It's a forced savings, right? For some yeah, people. Yeah, it really is. You know, you're not getting any interest on it, you know, throughout the year. You're, you know, you're allowing somebody else to have you use of your money. But, you know, there's those people that say, I want, I, I just like to have that refund coming and not the stress of owing any money potentially if you under withhold. Right, so, yeah. you know, again, I don't know that the, there's one right or wrong answer on that. And, and I certainly don't think that that decision is the most important financial decision. We can work with somebody who is, you know, of the mindset to, you know, get a big refund or a bigger refund and, and a person that's not. I don't think that's the issue. I think Eric's right in saying that, you know, regardless of when you get your money uh, on a refund or if you don't own one at all, um, the key is getting getting your portfolio and your financial life in order so that, you know, it's really not an issue and you are minimizing that share. And, you know, we, there's a lot more we can do. You know, I mean, one of the things we typically see is people coming in, they're 100% taxable. Everything in their retirement plan is taxable. And that's literally saying to Congress, whatever you decide to take of my plan is yours. So we do need to, we always, we are a big advocate of building tax-free buckets of money along with um, taxable buckets of money. And again, to, to Eric's point, you know, we'll get into that T report. We'll show you some strategies to really maybe shift a few dollars around, and maybe that means you get a smaller tax refund. But down the road, you know, you're not paying taxes on on the mountain; you paid it on the molehill, and uh, and that's kind of the, part of our first program is we really want to delve into that after we get you know the the, the base layer. Um, through the return and safe, safety optimizer report. Once we get that established, now we can really start tweaking. Yeah, we're talking about uh, saving for retirement, and uh, Mark and Eric are giving you some very wise ideas on how to do that, in addition, uh, talking about the uh, the first plan that they have available for you when you sit down and uh, talk to them in the office. All right, we've covered, uh, you know, saving 1% more and, you know, contributing. Maybe take your tax refund and save that or... You know, uh, make sure you get that 401k match. There's a few other things. What else can we uh, do to try to save a little bit more money besides, you know, eating uh, uh, ramen noodles for lunch every day? <laughs> Gary, this one's especially for you. I uh, have more children. Um, because <laughs> I was thinking about that because you were saying that you you wanted more tax breaks. Yes. And uh, I am finally gotten to the point where, you know, my child tax credits are starting to make a dent in what I owe. Right. Um, or what, you know, and so that's another thing you can do. Uh, but in all seriousness, no, you know, um, one of the things you can do is uh, one of the biggest tax breaks, obviously, is to invest in yourself through your 401k or your IRA. And um, and I and I, I truly believe that's probably 
one of the best things you can do is that we're not, we are not, and I am not advocating that every dollar you have goes into some after-tax investment and you pay all the taxes now because it really is a balance. And I think, uh, you know, we can help you strike that balance. And uh, the, the, the best tax break that we can help you figure out is to how much to invest in your 401k or your IRAs and get a current year tax deduction. I think, in my opinion, that's probably my favorite. Eric, uh, I think you'd agree. Yeah, my second favorite is that pay lower fees. And every every week I stress that is, you know, mm-hmm. if you could find a way to cut your fees in half, you can find that extra 1% that Mark was talking about or, or one and a half or even 2%, you know, depending on whatever instrument your your assets are, are in right now, you know, get in touch with us, let us run the fee report for you. And by doing that, we may be able to find another one or one and a half percent pretty easily just by doing a couple tweaks for you and and having that uh, those assets stay in your portfolio and accumulate that much faster for you. Yeah, that makes more sense than me having more kids. Uh, let me get my wife on the phone yeah. here. It's gonna be, <laughs> she's going to have a problem with that up there right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Especially at my age. <laughs> Uh, yep. Maybe go out and adopt or something. I don't know. Yes. There we go. We're, we're talking to Mark. A lot McKinney. of energy for your age. Exactly. Mark <laughs> McKinney and Eric Seabolt of Novus Financial Group. The show is the Financial Insider. We're with you each week at this time. And uh, as we wrap up this segment, we're talking about the uh, amazing offer they have this week. And I got it wrong before. It's the Return and Safety Optimizer Report that you'd be getting from Mark and Eric. Am I right, guys? Yes, that's right. Uh, this, the Return and Safety Optimizer Report is going to help you strike that that really um, critical balance of equities versus safety. And what we're going to do is show you how by mi- eliminating um, or, or really mitigating losses in a portfolio, how that either if you're an accumulator, you're going to accumulate more money for retirement, or if you are in retirement and in the distribution phase, we're going to show you how much more successful this uh, strategy is than potentially having uh, low-yielding assets in bank CDs or bond funds and having the variability of them going up and down with the market. So if you get that report, you're going to see some significantly valuable and useful information. And we're also going to, inside of that report, um, show you the the harmful effects of inflation on your portfolio. So it's kind of a two-part report, but they're both really, really informative. All right. The first 10 people, right, guys? Yep. Fourth right. 10 every every week. All right. 800-654-3234. That's the number. 800-654-3234. Get that return and safety optimizer report. No cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications are there as well. First down, first time is to, first down, football's over. Uh, the first step is to sit down with your financial coach. Again, it's 800-654-3234 and get that report and get on the phone with uh, Mark and Eric and they will set you up down the road for a smooth and successful retirement. All right, it is time for us to uh, take a one more break when we come back what's up next guys well gary just when you think every conceivable question has been asked coming up next we'll find out that that's not the case and uh, we'll get some questions from our listeners Welcome back to the show in the studio with me, Mark McKinney and Eric Siebold of Novus Financial Group. The show is the Financial Insider. We're with you each week at this time. I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Favorite part of the show, we are talking questions and answers. And, you know, like we said earlier, just when you think every question has been asked wrong, we got some more for you. All right. So let's start with this one first. Uh, it's a simple question from John in Johnstown. What is the five-year waiting rule for Roth IRAs? And it's, of course, two two answers. I guess qualified and non-qualified, which I totally don't understand, guys. Yeah, well, qualified money means it it came from a pre-tax initial type of bucket or a funding source initially. So a four hundred one k, four hundred three b, four fifty seven, and qualified basically means that it qualifies for IRS special treatment, which would be tax deferral. Um, and then non-qualified is after-tax money, and uh, 
that doesn't qualify for tax deferral unless it comes in some kind of instrument like an annuity that that is a deferred type of annuity. Um, but uh, Mark, I would say for non-qualified, the five-year waiting period applies uh, only if the distribution is non-qualified. And for this purpose, there's a separate five-year period for each Roth IRA conversion. And each one begins the first day of the year in which the conversion was made. So that answers it. You know, that, I can, you know that's the answer for the non-qualified dollars. But uh, Mark, what about for the qualified dollars? Well, Eric, I think one of the things that uh, John here is, you know, what is the five-year waiting rule for Roths? Um, you know, w let's talk just, you know, in plain language here, what he's probably getting at is, you know, oftentimes a lot of people ask, you know, what has to happen in those five years? Um, a lot of people don't understand that with a Roth IRA, you can always get your contributions out, right? Um, so, you know, for example, if you needed some money, um, you can get your contributions, but any growth that is going to be um, dictated with that five-year rule. So I think in John's situation is we, we need to, you know, maybe get a little more information about what he's trying to achieve and why, because oftentimes people go after their Roth dollars first because they think, well, I can get to that, but there may be a little better way to, you know, maybe he's trying to put a roof on his house or doing something different, uh, you know, that he just needs some short-term cash. And right now, you know, you don't necessarily want to take money out of these plans when the market's down. So, you know, I think that uh, for this question is we need a little more information. Right. I, I understand. So you're telling me you can always get your contributions out. Let's say he has $100,000 in a Roth, but it's grown over time and whatever, how much more is in there now. But he could always get his original contributions out or up to that point. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's with, with Roth. You can always get your money out. Right. Good so. stuff. All right, let's go to, I think that answers that, but you're right. I think we need a little more information from uh, from John to uh, help him out a little more, you know, with more information, a little more direct answer for him. All right, Abigail in Clintonville. I signed up for a 20-year term life insurance policy about 10 years ago because it was much cheaper than a whole life policy, but now I'm being told my premium's about to double next year when I turn 64. Is that normal? Does that sound normal to you? It sounds like Mark that it's a it's a renewal policy where every year uh, the premiums are going up. So by the time that she get is now is getting to the tenth year, she's getting to the point where those premiums are are doubling and uh, or even increasing a little bit quicker based yeah. on her age. Wow, that's crazy. But, yeah. Yes and no. I think that this question for me would be, yes, that, that can happen, but no, that's not what we typically see in terms of creating a solution. So, as an example, you know, um, when you buy a, a term policy and it has a guarantee period of 10 years, and then after that, you're allowed to renew it typically at the attained age rate. Well, I, I don't normally see them going up that significantly, but what the solution would be if you're still insurable, um, if Abigail, if you're still insurable, what you would like to do is shop that because what we have typically seen over the last 20 years is that life insurance costs per thousand have decreased as our life expectancies have increased. Um, so I, I would think the solution to that is let's first see how much insurance you need. Um, you may not even need it at all. A lot of people are overpaying for insurance they don't need and they've got assets that, you know, um, they can self-insure. So that'd be the first thing. Um, I did see here, Eric, she was, you know, talking about a whole life policy and, you know, with the recent tax change to the tax code that governs it, it's it's hard to hard to think that anybody would want to buy something like that. I mean, Eric, do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I, I think the only exception would be, you know, if she wanted to, if those term premiums were going up so much, and now that she's getting to retirement age, she may want to consider a strategy of just stop paying the term policy and dump it all together but get a uh, some type of funeral expense type of policy. So she may not need all of the insurance that she has right now in that term policy. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, so I would ask Abigail, hey, is your home paid off? Are your cars paid off? Do you have any major debt that you're going to leave? Because if, if you don't, you don't necessarily need as much insurance anymore, but you, would, you might want something uh, in terms of a whole life policy for final expenses. So or, or you know, Eric, we would probably you know, for long term care. A look at that a little. 
right, long-term or care. Using this, your policy for long-term care. Yeah, that, 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 there's a there's a, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't see a lot of value in whole life from a accumulation perspective. But what they do do really well is some of these permanent policies have long-term care features on them. And uh, we have really neat ways of, of you know, taking po- dollars from your right pocket and putting them in your left pocket and, uh, and funding something like that to create maybe a big bucket of money to help you offset any long-term care expenses or anything associated with a chronic disability or disease. So, um, but I, I mean, again, I think a little more information, but the solution there is with insurance, we can generally help either lower premiums or reallocate, uh, get something different, and and uh, create an optimal solution. All right. Good stuff for Abigail. I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate in the studio with me, Mark McKinney, Eric Siebold, Novus Financial Group. The show is a financial insider. We are answering some questions from some listeners. Got some good ones this week. All right. Let's get to Ellen in Worthington. My husband died about six months ago and left me a significant amount of life insurance. It's much more money than we ever had during our 30-year marriage. So while I'm grateful for it, it's a little overwhelming. What's the first step for me in uh, deciding how to handle it? I mean, that's a good problem to have. Unfortunately, she lost her husband, but at least she has some money. Yeah, well, first of all, very sorry to hear about your loss. And uh, that does create, you know, good problems at this point. You know, and, and we do have to figure out, or you do have to figure out, you know, what am I going to do with these funds? It's, and what's the purpose of the money at this stage of life? You know, is it to be able to um, possibly buy a lake house or a beach house somewhere so that you could really enjoy the rest of your your retirement or your retirement years? Um, or is it to help the grandkids get through college? You know, the, uh, is it going to help fund, like Mark was just talking about, some sort of policy that'll help you cover any type of chronic care that event that that occurs, your long-term care. Uh, so it, it, every time that we start talking about financial planning or retirement planning, we need to start from what are the goals of the money in the first place. And uh, so I think you should, you know, Alan, you should take a minute and either find a, find a financial advisor that you know and trust. Um, and if you don't have one, we would obviously love to work with you. Uh, and you can feel free to give us a call. And we, we can really try to help you craft a, a financial plan and customize it that will accomplish all of the goals, whether it's, like I said, using the money for the grandkids or to help you cover long-term care in the future, depending on your what your health is like, or to make major purchases or even to leave it as a legacy. A lot of folks like to take some of that money and change their family trees. And you can, we could structure a way to leave those assets to the next generation that will give them a, a future that maybe you guys didn't have in your generation. You know, it's really funny, and I hear this a lot. People come in the office or your office or some of the other folks I talk to, and they say that that's the first question, you know, what do you want to do with the money? And a couple will kind of just look at each other and like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, hey, where are we going for dinner? It's almost like, you know, they, they haven't thought this through. So that really is the first uh, the first question, because obviously, once you set that in motion, everything else will uh, will follow. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, time for one more question. Jerry in Plain City. I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years with my eighty thousand dollars in traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? Well, Gary, I, I think that depends. Um, you know, one of the things that we always look at, Eric, is when we're doing conversions, we kind of look at it marginally. You know, we, we're in a marginal um, progressive tax system here in America. So what we generally try to do is make sure we're whenever we do a conversion, we don't go into the next tax bracket with that. So I think we would need to have um, have Jerry go through the tax report and, uh, you know, because one of the things we don't want to do, and, I, and it, I don't think we know his age, do we? No, it didn't give no. his age here. He's going to reti- say he's going to retire in two years. Right. So let's assume he's in his 60s. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's sometimes difficult because there's a break-even point on doing those conversions. And uh, we, I think we would need a little more information on that because what you got to be concerned about is that, you know, you're paying the taxes now so that down the road you don't have it. And there's generally a break-even time frame after that so you know for example if, if if he had a family history of 
nobody living past 68, then it probably is not a good idea. You know, if people in this family live into their 90s, well, maybe that the math works out a little bit better. better. Um, so I guess I think that's a maybe. Eric, do you agree? Yeah, I'd say, first of all, Jerry, congratulations on doing this type of planning. You know, a lot of folks, they just keep all of their money in their pre-tax 401k or 403b or whatever, and uh, they don't necessarily think ahead of time and start funding this other bucket of money, which is the after-tax, the Roth IRA. So uh, pat yourself on the back for doing that. And uh, But then as we get down to the distribution phase, which is your retirement, and you are becoming your own payroll department, and then we get to what Mark was talking about and strategizing, which bucket of money is this going to come out of? And looking at your tax report or creating your tax report, we can get a better handle on that. All right, we're up against the clock here. So let's uh, let's talk about that offer and that report that you just mentioned, the Return and Safety Optimizer Report, and how we can get uh, uh, that into our hands of our listeners, guys. So for the first 10 um, callers um, or people to visit our website at www.novusfg.com, in the top right-hand corner, there's a button that says Return and Safety Optimizer. If you click on that, it'll take you to a small intake form. We just need a few pieces of information from you. Um, you don't have to give us your phone number. You're just going to get a report back in your email. So if you give us a little bit of information, we can create a customized report. And what that's going to do is show you how to optimize um, your portfolio to reduce or eliminate losses. And that's going to show you um, the success you can have if you're accumulating money towards retirement or if you're currently in retirement and you just don't want to lose money. We're going to show you how much more money you would have over the course of your retirement income years if you just don't have losses. So it's a really interesting report, and you'll also get an inflation report in there to show you the effects of negative interest for low-yielding assets. All right, let's give you a call right now. Get on the phone, 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. The show has flown right on by today. We'd like to thank you for joining us once again on the Financial Insider Show with Mark McKinney and Eric Siebold of Novus Financial Group. And we'll see you back here uh, next week. Uh, Mark and Eric, have a great week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Thank you. Investment advisory services offered through Novus Financial Group. Mark McCanny, Eric Seabolt, and their guests provide general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Novus Financial Group. By contacting Novus Financial Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.